Good morning, everyone. My name is Brian, and today is Thursday, December 21st, 2023, and this is episode 592 of the Lots Project podcast, where we're defining norms and designing freedom. Today's episode is titled, Rest in Peace, Mr. Hedger, and today I will be paying tribute to the mighty Hedgers and let you know exactly what they are, share their story, and then uh, also we're going to talk about some crazy leaf burning I've uh, I've been witnessing here in town and then a news perspective on getting exercise during the day that I kind of had an epiphany yesterday and thought I would share that with all you guys. Good morning. Good morning. Let's get uh, some coffee in me, catch up with who's in the live chat, and then we will get into all these topics in due time. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Hello, Jim. Thanks for swinging in. And uh, package on the way. Package on the way. Gingerbread Farms, how we doing? Nice to see you in the chat and Pip hanging out. I was checking out your guys's, um, your guys' conversation before the show. And uh, I don't think we've ever had a movie disappear off Amazon uh, after we purchased it. Uh, guys, hold on one second. I'll be right back. Should have taken care of that before the show, but uh, no, I, I don't think we have ever had a Amazon movie that we purchased drop off uh james had asked he said he had one so he's gone to all physical media for um physical media for uh movies and music and all of that so i don't know i don't know we we really don't have the capacity to carry the stuff around it was a very nice option uh it did hurt quite a bit purchasing a shitload of movies that we already had on physical form on dvd i don't think we had any vhs tapes left when we downsized did we i don't think we had a, v a vcr but uh yeah i i mean it is definitely a uh it's definitely a consideration it's definitely something to think about i don't know how it works if you cancel your prime membership if your movies are still there i don't know oh yeah you can download them too um put them on a hard drive I have a rec great recommendation for a external hard drive that would hold a shitload of movies if you're looking to do that. But I'm pretty sure you can download anything that you purchased. And uh, yeah, the Seagate two terabyte uh, two terabyte hard drive. You can go to thelotsproject.com, go to recommended products, scroll down, and it's there. Link to it, link to it, and uh, pretty soon I'll have all that stuff uh, sitting in my Amazon storefront, which I worked on a little bit more yesterday. And um, looking at, I was also looking at uh, the video submissions I made and they've been accepted, they're processing. It says, I can't really tell the, the verbiage. Um, they have been in a couple different stages of processing and it looks like to me that they've been accepted. They've kind of passed the, the, the guidelines and they're just waiting to be dispersed into the videos. So. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Um, 
<sighs> Gingerbread says, do you mean like replacing your cassette with a CD with an MP3? Yes, I've done all of that. Um, but the, the, the greatest part about that was the MP3 was not a purchase. <laughs> Gingerbread says, that's why Gen X is broke. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, it is the continual, uh, the continual purchasing of the same thing over and over and over and over in different forms. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. When we, uh, when we start buying the vinyl of the cassettes that we bought, then we bought the the CD, the MP3, and now we buy the vinyl uh, for the the old memories of the the classic sound. That's that's the perfect full circle right there. Oh, I guess eight track could have started with eight track or maybe vinyl in the beginning. You had the vinyl, you moved up to eight track, you went to cassette, then CD. You finally got the MP3, and you got you got, you, you picked up a record player and ended up picking up the vinyl again. <laughs> Pip says quickest way to censorship is owning the data. Uh, I don't know. Um, digital digital form is um, uh, digital form storing the data. I don't think owning the data is necessarily the 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 censorship. I think storing the data is the the quickest way to uh, censorship. <laughs> Jim says LP eight track cassette CD is where I stop. Jim, you still have CDs? Do you still have a CD player? Do you uh, do you fix your CDs with tooth toothpaste when they get scratched up? Just curious. Just curious. Anyway, let's uh, let's roll into it a little bit. What do I got in the cup today? Just finishing off a pound of FTO Blonde Espresso. It is really, really, really good today. Uh, I don't know. I think I might have let it seep just an extra, a little extra time. I didn't hit my timer start. What are you looking for? Your hedger? It's gone. I <laughs> uh, didn't hit didn't hit start on the timer, and I think it went just a little long, and it it. Um, Brought out the flavor just a little more. I don't know. I don't know. It's just a little different today. Maybe I'm just having a good time and uh, uh, having a good time. And Jim says he's listening to Elvis's Christmas songs all week. Oh, God. Oh, God. Uh, I mean, to each his own. To each his own, for sure. Uh, main topic I wanted to talk to you, I want to start about today, is uh, we lost... We lost actually two within two days. Oh, man, the Hedgers, the Hedgers. I don't know if you've ever heard me mention them. If you've ever been around here or even on the farm, we've we've had them quite a while. Are you okay over there? <laughs> when we were on the farm, uh, the Hedgers are dog toys. They're dog toys. And... If you're in the Telegram group the other day, uh, I don't know, more than a week ago now, but uh, we were, Rachel and I and a few people were talking about dog toys because Rachel's got a new Burmese puppy and um, our big dogs are really, really hard on toys, especially when they were puppies. Her dog is just destroying toys as soon as they come in the door. And we were we were just talking about what tough toys there are out there. And obviously Kong and there's a few others that... Um, Bully Toys, I think, is another one that are decent. Um, I saw some after we talked about it. Obviously, 
Uh, I started getting ads for all sorts of, of uh, tough dog toys, but I saw one that um, if it shreds, they'll replace it. And uh, I was, I was interested. I was like, huh, that's interesting. And then I looked at the price and I was like, well, that's, that's about right. That's about right. I, I buy toys for the dogs when I go to Tractor Supply or the pet store. I look at them and I pick them up. And um, it they're expensive. They're expensive. And so you bring them home. Our guys are enormous, if you've never noticed. And they can destroy a toy. I would say you can give it to them and it can be gone in under 10 minutes. Easy. Especially if they both go at it. Like if they start wrestling with it and and um, and playing tug of war and it's not a rope or something like that, they can absolutely destroy a toy super fast, super fast. Um, <laughs> Good morning, Rachel. How we doing? Thanks for thanks for swinging in. And James says he. Um, he needs to use a timer for his coffee because he gets ADD and then remembers it's there. Yeah, it's a uh, it's it's very interesting when you actually brew it for the same amount of time every day. Anyway, dog toys um, they're super expensive. They're super expensive, and when you spend fifteen twenty dollars on a toy and you bring it home and you hand it to him, and then three seconds later it's being there's stuffing just flying everywhere. You're like, oh shit, oh shit. So. We need to keep these guys entertained. When they were on the farm, they had uh, they had an acre fenced in. They had uh, big jolly balls. Like we bought the dogs horse toys, like the horse sized jolly balls on the on the rope uh, with the handle. They would run around the yard. They were they were horse toys. Really, is where we where we got them in the uh, originally in the in the store. And so they had that. They burned a lot of energy. They were they were pretty destructive on toys, but I think that was more because they had puppy teeth and they were like enormous puppies. So they're like 40 pounds, 50 pounds with puppy teeth still. <laughs> I'm looking at her to verify. Like I uh, I actually, she had me guess how much the dog across the street weighed. Hey. Yeah, this is, this is uh, going to be fun. Um, I got them all wrestling over here in the... the the one, the one is a little grumpy and uh, didn't like getting stepped on. So sorry about that. Anyway, she had me guess how much the um, how much the dog across the street weighs. I was like, I don't know, like forty pounds. She's she's like, yeah, it's more like 80, 80 85, I'm guessing. And I'm like, okay, well, yeah, that's what I know. Um, uh, Rachel says Ranger's forty five and has puppy teeth. Yeah. <laughs> they're like razor blades so toys are just no match like you you either spend a bunch on them uh and get the high end like fire hose type stuff uh and hope and pray that it, it doesn't it doesn't disintegrate and uh otherwise you buy super cheap and just pick up stuffing all the time and hope they don't choke on the eyeballs and all that stuff so we went back and forth. We've done we've done more more of either kind. We do a bunch of either kind, and we haven't really figured out the correlation between this and like why why they like some and why they don't. But we've definitely noticed that they um, 
they have their favorites. And it's not necessarily the expensive ones. It's not necessarily the the cheap ones. But maybe it's the color. Maybe it's the color. We did find an app on uh, or a, a filter on TikTok that you can go and click that changes your phone camera into uh, dog vision, I guess it's called, uh, that that shows the colors that dogs see. So you can look at the toys at the toy section in the at the pet store and see what they actually look like. The ones that are big and bright are normally just gray and um, disgusting. Scout's favorite is a yellow chicken. Was yellow 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 and blue were the major colors that stand out to them. So that would definitely make sense, Rachel. And um, so we'd use this app uh, trying to see if they're maybe, maybe they were more interested in it because it was dull or uh, um, they were destroying it because it was bright. And then they left the dull ones alone. I don't know. Like we never really, I haven't put it together. Corey probably has a, like a whole philosophy about it because she understands animals more than I do. Anyway, <coughs> the hedgers, the hedgers. So th- <laughs> these hedgehogs that the dogs got, this was going back to September of 2020. So three years and some change ago, we got um, where they were a gift from your mom, right? Originally, or did you pick them up originally? They were a gift from your mom. Uh, they, the, the puppies got two, two or three of them. Well, we got three of them because there's three dogs, but Walter doesn't like toys at all. Like the only time Walter picks up a toy is when he's being a dick and taking it away from his brothers. Uh, the younger two play all the time, play absolutely all the time, love the toys, destroy the toys, save the toys. When the boys got, uh, their balls chopped off. They all went in. They got it all at the same time. Three, three Bernards. Plump, plump, plump. Um, <laughs> that was very impressed. But as a gift, a get well gift from grandma, uh, we got three of these hedgehogs. They were cheap stuffed animal style toys from a fleet fleet store a farm and fleet store so fleet farm in minnesota if you're around there you know fleet farm wisconsin minnesota south dakota area um so (laughs) we looked at them and we were like yeah so these dogs are nine months old ten months old ish and uh they have those those razor teeth they're they're wound up because they can't run around and we're like yeah no not happening not happening good morning backwoods butcher how we doing and um no like they destroyed two right off the bat like instantly shredded two of them instantly uh destroyed them and then one they saved they didn't chew it up they didn't tear it up they they carried it around like a little baby um and then they just it, it would get disgustingly dirty they would sleep with it they would lick it they would clean it um Clyde would routinely like lay down with it and 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 pick the he would like chew at it and uh, and clean it and it was just it was interesting to watch why this cheap ass toy so over the last three years i think Corey said eight total probably counting the three um eight total we've had jim wonders if they smell no he would clean them i don't think they would smell then they didn't smell that bad 
Uh, so eight total over the year or uh, over the three years is, is what we've had of these, but they would come in and they would choose which ones they wanted to keep. Like you would give them two, one would be gone and one they would save. Well, we've been down to the last two and we've been on the road here for over a year, uh, pushing a year and a half now. <coughs> and we don't have a fleet farm. And before we left, they didn't have them anymore. Before we left, we weren't able to stock up. We had a little stockpile when we hit the road, but we're down. We were down to the last two and they were very, very, very gentle with them for the last oh man six months. And then all of a sudden, two days ago, we heard Clyde tearing up a toy in the back and he ends up just one day. He'll randomly pick toys and just destroy them. Like it's time for you to die. Basically, um, today's your day. And it's never a hedger. It's never, it's never a hedger. He had a, they had a blue one and an orange one that they've, they've toted around this thing. It's been uh, uh, quite a bit around the countries actually. Uh, but the other day, we uh sounds like a sounds like the thunderdome it kind of is Clyde has all his toys and today today is your day to die <laughs> but we look back and it was one of the hedgehogs and we were like almost sad we were like oh no it's a hedger and Corey and i were like well at least we have one left at least they're gonna keep one he's gonna never get rid of that that other one it was like he sleeps with it it, it was obviously if you observe these guys at all it was his favorite toys both of them together but one in particular yesterday yesterday second one goes gone all the hedgers are gone all the hedgers are gone i think we need to put a call out anybody that lives near a fleet farm anybody that lives uh, near a fleet farm needs to stop in uh did we find those in the dog section or are they yeah they were in the dog toy section but if you look at the thumbnail for the episode you will see you will see uh the youtube episode not the not the audio podcast but you will see what the hedgers look like if you happen to be in fleet farm and you see one of those uh, i'm not saying i wouldn't um i'm not saying i wouldn't uh pick those up from you uh hold on i actually can get a photo hold on uh rachel i will uh i will pull that up i had to grab one for had to grab one for the um, live stream, uh, the thumbnail. So just give me one second and I will get that up for you and put it on the screen. Uh, so these things are fantastic. I, I think they were probably the cheapest toys that we've we've had in a long time and they've just worked. They, uh, they were good and, and they loved them. And I don't know what we're going to do now. Uh, because those were just the longest lasting things. What's the next longest lasting one we have now, Corey? Do you know? She, she doesn't know. Oh, Fleet Farm has some good toys. Fleet Farm has some good toys. I guess the next longest one would be uh, would be our Orange Man, and that is just a big orange ball with eyes on it. Is uh, is I think uh, what that is. All right, here you go, and there you go. This is what these things look like. If you can see the see the screen there, uh, put them up. They had, they've had the blue, the orange, and the green, and the purple. The purple one is like more like a um, weird. They didn't like that one, did they? <laughs> Instantly gone. Uh. <laughs> 
Uh, <laughs> Tim says, I thought this show was going to be about your lawn and garden tool, the Hedger. <laughs> nice. Uh, Rewild our life. Uh, favorite colors were the blue and orange one. And um, I think they held on to a green one for a little bit. Purple one was absolutely destroyed right off the bat. And I don't think we ever had a pink one. So blue was definitely their favorite. Orange was a close second. And uh, that hung around for a long time. Kyle says, I, are you going to put the remains in front of the camper for Corey to watch for the next week? No, but actually they carry the rag around. So he's they, they're dead, but they'll live on for another like three to five months. Uh, because they will just carry the rag around like it is uh it is it is their still their toy so i mean i guess it is i guess it is um <laughs> and so um so, so yeah anyway kyle mentions that asked if we're gonna put the the remains in front of the camper we don't have an armadillo, but down the road, we have a rabbit now uh, that we saw on our dog walk this morning or uh, yesterday morning. And uh, yeah, by the afternoon, it was on the other side of the road. And um, when I took the dogs by it, they were very interested in that. So I don't think that the rabbit is going to last as long as the armadillo did, because he is definitely not a little armored one. And he's been hit a, a bunch, a bunch of times. So yeah yeah we'll see we will see about the rabbit uh cory has not been having any entertainment out front lately they got the they got the fiber optics cable fixed across the across the way uh there's no drama in the driveway there's no workers coming and speeding away in their trucks she hasn't seen her little wiener uh, yeah that's not mine that's not mine uh, there is a dog across the street that is a a, a dachshund that uh, she is uh, affectionately named little wiener that that comes over and poops in our yard so sometimes he comes sometimes he comes around sometimes uh sometimes he doesn't and cory gets cory gets mad when she doesn't get to see her little wiener <laughs> there you go guys clip that on fountain uh jim says now they're laughing at us rachel and she rachel just acknowledges that it's not the first time she's been laughed at and uh, i feel the same like go ahead have at her. You aren't the first and you won't be the last. So anyway, I, uh, I hope these dogs realize what they did and they'll never have hedgers again. Uh, they didn't even seem sad about it. They didn't seem to mourn about it. Clyde just went to town, tore it up and moved on with his life. It was think, I think it was more emotionally damaging for Corey and I than it was for the dogs. And, um, I don't know. It was like, we lost a, we lost a pet. So Thanks for all your time, Hedger, and thanks for all your thanks for all your sacrifice for the family. <laughs> Jim's getting used to being laughed at. I mean, you, you hang out with crowds like this, you're going to end up eventually getting laughed at just for just for uh, just for shits and giggles. So, anyway, what else is on my list here? We will uh, we'll definitely keep you updated on the dog toys and uh, and and going forward with that because we're getting kind of down there, aren't we? So we're gonna have to start uh, we're gonna have to start picking up <laughs> picking up new toys and uh, maybe we could do a little review and see what happens. See what happens. Thank you, Hunter. Rest in peace. I appreciate that. Jim says uh, dead hedger giveaway. What are we giving away? Uh, the rag, the the sock rag of the dead hedger. Maybe I don't know. I don't know. Hey, we could definitely probably uh, 
have a stroke of business with some dog toy reviews with these guys. Huh. 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 And an idea is born. Idea is born. <laughs> All right. Well, let's move on. The next thing I got, I uh, actually had on the list for yesterday and uh and forgot to write it down it was on my it was on my um <laughs> backwards butcher says q arms of an angel <laughs> oh, god <laughs> oh check for a discount code with the hedgers Dip. Advertise the giveaway. Jim says the remnants pre-chewed, so you don't have to. <laughs> yeah, Rachel, I bet those toys would last a long time since it's just a piece of cloth. I guess they could tear it up, tear the cloth up to shreds, but at least there's no stuffing to pick up. Uh, <laughs> Jim, Jim's already entering the drawing for tomorrow. Actually, guys, I don't know if we're having a drawing tomorrow. I think uh, I think I might spin it off and and wait and do one big one on episode 600. Uh, I've been thinking about this over the last couple of days. I think we might just do a, a decent size um, Satoshi giveaway on episode 600 on New Year's Eve and then call it quits on the on the giveaway. Unless we want to do some sort of... Um, I've always... For a while, uh, we contemplated, some other content creators and I contemplated doing some sort of Satoshi lottery um, in the Telegram groups with TipBot and things like that. Uh, it was an idea that we spun around. We never really got to, but that might be an idea going forward in the next year. But uh, man, that that scammer just really kind of... Um, put a sour taste in my mouth for that whole thing. So I think we got to figure out a new way to do that. It might be in the telegram group. We might, we might pump it in the, on the show in the live stream. I don't know. I don't know. And things are still up in the air too, about going forward in, in 2023. I really like the idea that I, I, I shot out there uh, a little while back. Might need some tweaking. I'm not sure. I've been playing around with it and um, yeah, got another week, got another week guys. And we will, uh, we will definitely be doing a New Year's Eve show probably mid-afternoon. Whether I can get Corey on or not, that'll that'll still be determined. We'll see how we're doing that day. Uh, but we'll do a show. We'll do episode 600 to wrap out the year and uh, and move forward from there. So there'll be announcements there. Got about a week here to, uh, to get everything in line. And we'll fire that off. But uh, back to it. Back to it. Hold on one sec again. Sorry, guys. I drank Yingling last night. I had two, two small. They weren't even pints. They were small. They were. We stopped. Uh, we went and got yarn, uh, more yarn for making hats. I'll talk about that in a second. But we stopped for dinner, and we both had a couple of Yinglings with dinner. And I realized that every time I drink Yingling, my nose gets stuffed up. My sinuses fill up. I don't know if I'm allergic to something in the beer, but like every time. Every time, every time. Backwoods Butcher says, meet the critters. We'll be coming back in January. Big changes. Hey, buddy, send me a message. I'd love to hear about it. And if you need help brainstorming that, I'm here for you. I am here for you. Um, <laughs> anyway, the topic that I was going to talk about yesterday that I had on my notepad on my phone, but never transferred to over to the show notes. 
So today's Thursday, Tuesday, I went to the post office. I've been going to the post office every day this week. It's been fantastic. I've been sending stuff out. I've been sending orders out left and right, uh, both keychains, hats, uh, silver. Uh, it's been flying out. So that's pretty cool. But I pulled into the post office the other day and I thought it was on fire. Like seriously, huge gray plume of smoke coming from, it looked like the top of the post office. And I was like, holy shit, I got packages in there. <laughs> like that was my concern. Not the people that work there, not, not the person that works there or anybody that could be inside. I was worried about my packages being burned to the ground. So as I pulled in the parking lot and realized that it wasn't on fire, I took a deep breath and I was like, somebody's just burning leaves. Somebody's just burning leaves. James said he found more yarn, Corey. (laughs) 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 Oh, man. Back with Butcher says, oh, no, my coffee. Yeah, they were. It didn't smell like coffee. So I was was, uh, pretty sure that, uh, that the flames hadn't reached the coffee box yet. But uh, anyway, I realized it wasn't the post office on fire, that the guy behind, uh, like next to the post office was in his backyard burning leaves, like a huge, huge pile of burning leaves. And the plume of smoke was enormous. After my heart, heart rate went down, I went into the post office, did my business. I come back out. Yeah, I did my business in the post office. Come back out and uh, got in the truck. And I look over at this guy's yard. and I. It took me a minute to figure out what the hell was going on. And it even took me a little longer because he was in his backyard burning a pile of leaves. But look over in his yard and there is a like Mario Kart track through his yard of black. And I'm like, that guy mowed his leaves, mulched his leaves back and forth, left them in a row and lit them up. He had charred a design into his front yard, a pattern that looks like he was mowing his yard. I don't know if this is some new technique to uh, to uh, get carbon into your soil, uh, to make your, as a soil amendment, to just get rid of your leaves, but it looks ridiculous. It absolutely looks ridiculous. <laughs> Oh, Backwoods Booger, Backwoods Booger, Backwoods Booger says, ah, yes, I crapped on the floor of the post office. (laughs) Why? Anarchy. (laughs) That's why. (laughs) Jesus. But I don't know. I don't know what this guy's intent was um, of burning these. Like, he went the extra mile in the side in the backyard to uh, put them in a pile and burn them that way. Like, is this is this a fashion state? Is this like a new lawn decoration that people are doing that I missed out since I don't I haven't really ever uh, been a big fan of mowing lawns to begin with. Uh, But like, is this a new way to get rid of your leaves? You mow them, mulch them into piles and then burn them where they lie and scorch your uh, front yard, a pattern into it. Does anybody else do that? Has anybody else ever seen that? Am I just missing out on the newest trends? That wouldn't surprise me. That definitely wouldn't surprise me. Uh, but yeah, it just caught me off guard. It caught me off guard for sure. Um, Tim says that's anarchy in California. They don't actually go into the post office to shit in California. There's like shit on this doorstep uh, right in the street. That's what they do. 
Citrus has led an autistic kid to your lawn and see what happens. Are you suggesting that that might be what happened? I would. I mean, I I've, I've sat back and thought about it. It does look pretty funny. I mean, to me, it looks funny. Maybe, maybe it looks good. To maybe that's what he wanted. Maybe that's what he's going for. Um. <laughs> Backwoods might have nailed it. Backwoods says it sounds like a guy whose mother-in-law is staying with him for Christmas. And he said, I'll be in when the leaves are done. <laughs> so he's just doing projects. He's doing art projects in the front yard. He's making huge piles in the backyard. I don't know. I don't know. Seems like people around here really like to decorate up their front yards with weird shit. Like the neighbors with their demons and uh, baby heads and skulls and headless Santas. Uh <laughs> This weekend, hopefully, we'll get over in time when it's light out. Actually, oh, I don't have to go. Somebody needs to order a hat, so I have to go to the post office today. I'll get you a picture of the front yard of the weirdos uh, that live next door. <laughs> Kyle says he knows from firsthand experience. You know, get along with your in-laws, Kyle. I, my in-laws, um, my in-laws are probably the best. I think I won the lottery with my in-laws. They are probably the most fantastic people I've ever met. So I can't complain one bit about them. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so thanks, Kim and Diane. You guys are great. You guys are great. <laughs> Shop's never cleaned enough when mother-in-law's here. <laughs> hey, Kyle, I saw your uh, I saw your TikTok live yesterday. If you guys uh if you guys aren't following Kyle over on TikTok, Backwoods Butcher 603 on TikTok, uh puts up some really cool videos, uh, puts up some uh tickety tockety type videos. And then yesterday I saw he was live. He was um he was live cutting meat with another butcher, and it was cool. It was cool. I think that's a good format, guys. And I was just curious. I asked you a question, it didn't look like you saw it, but can both of you see all the comments that are on the split screen or can you only see the comments coming in from the person that follows that clicked on your link? Just curious. Just curious. James says he has skeletons having sex in the yard as a decoration. You don't have a headless Santa Claus sitting in a, in a lawn chair with his head sitting next to his feet with him bound to it and a coffin full of baby heads spilling all over the yard. You can go for those you can go for that. <laughs> all right well leaves are all burned up leaves are all burned up and uh, i don't know why uh oh no oh no all right i'm gonna skip all that stuff let's move on let's move on to exercise exercise so I am kind of, well, Corey and I both uh, started stepping on a scale. We bought a scale for the first time in, man, since we launched, probably before we launched, before we ever actually, or when we stopped using a scale. But uh, we both felt that it was time to to start dropping some pounds or at least, uh, at least pay attention and, uh, and, and know where we're at. And so we we started weighing ourselves every Sunday. And when I weighed myself, I was like, mm, well, it's not as bad as it could be. Uh, I've been a lot worse. I've been a lot worse and I've been a lot better. So let's just start 
small. We've I've talked about the struggles we've had with uh, food and um, and storage of food and getting quality food and things around as we're traveling. It's tough. We have this tiny little freezer, uh, tiny little refrigerator, and we're we don't have um, the network of connections and the big freezers full of food that we did when we were st stable. Um, Jim says the carbs sneak in. The struggle is real. The carbs, the beer, the 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 booze, the going out to eat, the exploring new foods at different places, the lack of uh, high quality food in my freezer because I can't buy large portions to make it affordable. The list goes on and on and on and on. Don't worry, guys. It, it is a struggle, but we're trying to figure it out at this point. Um, so Jim says, especially this time of year. Yeah, that's the the carb loading that we used to do in in Minnesota would come every September October before the before it got cold. You were like constantly craving bread, um, like sit down and eat a loaf of bread, craving it because uh, it was going to get cold. It was like that natural cycle every year it happened. Put on that weight for winter. Uh, but anyway, we started stepping on the scale. It's been uh, three weigh-ins for me. I think I think we've done three down like four or five pounds. Just by, just by paying attention and being conscious of what I'm eating, uh, I haven't stopped eating anything really. Like I had, uh, I, I had some beer last night, and we tried some new eggnog and this and that. Like I'm not, I haven't gone whole hog into uh, a diet regime uh, with a goal. Like I do have a goal I want to hit, um, but I don't have a time frame. Like I'm not pushing it. I'm just kind of slowly, I'm slowly, um, slowly getting there, slowly getting there. At some point, I'll just be like, okay, well, this isn't working. I just need to eat better or I need to exercise more. But that's where I kind of want to go with this is my whole life. I mean, I, I tried to think about it back uh, even when I got my first real job, like bartending for the first time. Um I've never had a sedentary job. Like I never sat around. I bartended. You're constantly walking on your feet if you're busy, which you should be if you want to make money. Uh, I did that for a, a bunch of years. Industrial maintenance is um, very, very uh, strenuous, especially some of the places I worked. I was mentioning in uh, in uh, uh, exercise support group or weight loss support group, I guess, um, would be considered that I, that I was, I was fortunate enough to be part of, or I am a part of that, uh, was saying that the, the factory, the one factory I worked at was uh, like a half a mile long. The factory itself was a half a mile long and had like eight to 10, 15 story towers. And the start of my day was walking that whole loop. So basically it was a mile loop with 15 or eight, 15 story climbs up and down to take readings uh on all these meters as the maintenance guy would do every day so that um that in itself was a, a workout and that it was a 10-hour shift and the maintenance shop was on one end of the building and the majority of the stuff that broke down was on the other end so you carried your tools we we didn't have we had a cart we rarely used it because it never worked uh we were too busy fixing other shit to fix our own cart so you carried, you walked a lot. Like I actually ended up getting a Fitbit to see how much I walked, like how many stairs I did, how many miles I walked. And it was ungodly in 10 hours what I did. So that was just like a constant circuit circuit workout. Um, 
And so that was heavy, heavy, um, heavy exercise. Even my job as a control room operator, I was constantly going up and down stairs, fixing things, helping other people. I didn't sit all day. Um, the closest I got to was probably, uh, probably the, the gas technician where I drove a lot, uh, being a remote trek, you drove a lot that was sitting, but it was still physically demanding work when I did the work. Like when we got to the jobs, it was small bursts of, of pretty physically demanding at some points, but I also had the farm at home that I was taking care of. So I've never really had no exercise. And I think that really contributed to blowing up a little bit. It was the food. It was the the change in lifestyle. It was the experiencing um, being on the road, trying to figure out that out and not really focusing on food or exercise. And then I realized yesterday that I still am getting quite a bit of work. I still... I still am getting quite a bit of exercise on a daily basis. So yesterday I was thinking about it and I was like, okay, how am I losing weight? Like I haven't changed that significantly. Yeah. I probably stopped buying a bag of chips or, or uh, stopped drinking soda or whatever. So I probably go down slowly, but I lost a couple pounds last week. I lost a couple pounds the week before. And I was like, how is this happening? And then yesterday I realized, yesterday I realized that I take the dogs for a walk every morning. Corey and I do, the three dogs all together, half hour minimum. Uh, it's right around a half hour every day, every day. We go to the same spot. We walk the same walk. It's half hour. Then yesterday, after I took the dogs for a walk, I did my show. I, uh, I went and got wood, firewood uh, out at Jamie's uh, off-grid ping. Check him out. TikTok, YouTube, uh, picked up a load of wood, small load of wood, not talking like a cord or anything, just like a little section of the back of the truck. I toss it in, uh, which was a little exercise. Um, and then when I got back, I unloaded it. I grabbed the chainsaw, uh, a rancher 425, a Husqvarna rancher. Like it's not a small saw. It's a gas saw. It's got a, a 24 inch bar, 18. I can't remember which one I ended up putting on it, but, um, Cut my wood to six inches, six inch chunks. So ran chainsaw for 10, 15 minutes and then sat down or uh, jumped down and started splitting wood. Somebody said, oh, splitting wood is a great exercise. Yeah, not quite what I'm doing. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm splitting wood with a hatchet. I think it probably does burn quite a few calories, but not like when you say I'm going to go out and split wood. It's not that it's uh, it's smaller. It's it's six inches, six inch logs and I'm, I'm splitting them down a little more so. Not huge swinging a, a splitting mall or anything by that means. But then I sat back and realized I went and took dogs for a walk again. <laughs> so there's two things that we do. If if Corey, if we don't have anything to do in the evening, and now that it's dark, um, it happens if I'm available, I we do plan B more often than we than not. Um if we don't have anything to do in the evening, we'll take the dogs on a short walk. We'll take them because it's dark on this road. The road we walk on them, there's no sidewalks. There's very there's a few spots where there isn't anywhere to get out of the way. People drive like crazy down it. And when it's dark, we don't like walking the dogs on it. So we go a short distance. Then we come back and we walk around our yard here. 
Um, 10 minutes, 10, 15 minutes, maybe. So not, not anything really significant, more just to get them out, get them a little exercise, let them, um, let them, um, go to the bathroom, whatever. Yesterday, what, what happens when I'm available is I take them for a walk, but I don't take them all three at once. I take them individually and I'll take them as far as they want to go, except for one of them. The two big Bernards let me know when they want to come back. Like literally we'll walk. And at some point they both just turn around usually about 15 minutes uh, on a good day. Yesterday was uh, significant. They went, both went quite a bit and then Clyde he'll go forever. Like he would go until he fell over and then want to turn around and come back. So ended up walking an hour and 40 minutes yesterday with these dogs. And this road that we walk is pretty hilly. I mean, it's a significant hill one way. It's not uphill both ways like when I was a kid, but it's a decent walk. And at the end of the day, I sat down and I go, you know, I burned a decent amount of calories today. Even though I sat down and I did my podcast, I did a bunch of work on the computer. My lifestyle at this point, my work is is technically just sitting around and sedentary, which was new for me. I'm still able to get um work out in. Uh, Nicole uh, Nicole Sauce was talking about the difficulty of exercising in her in her camper because she had to move into a camper while she re- redid her floors, uh, and she got out of her Pilates routine. And I mentioned the fact that there is basically one spot in this whole camper where I can lay down and stretch my arms over my head and stretch my legs out like completely uh, as far stretched out as I can, like you would do when you were exercising. And if I laid there in a in a straight line, like there's no movements at that point, like I can't go side to side. It's like a, a hallway. Uh, I have 160, 180, 140 pound dogs that want to play. They're stepping on my balls. They're stepping on my chest. They're stepping on my hands. They're licking my face. Not conducive. So I've resigned myself to, if I'm going to do an exercise routine, it's outside, which is fine, which is fine. I'd like it outside and it isn't horribly cold here. Um, So it, it isn't a bad thing, but I'm kind of resting on the fact that I do burn calories every day that, that, exercise in my life has turned it has changed my perspective on it is i can walk the dogs extra i can do the little things i can i can throw the logs twice not for efficiency but just for some extra exercise maybe i don't park the truck right next to where i'm unloading the the load of wood maybe i park it where we normally park the truck and i just carry the wood taking those little opportunities to get a little extra exercise I remember reading a lot about it when uh, I was in the control room and I, I felt like I was sedentary because at the beginning of the job, before we were a skeleton crew, I did. I sat for 12 hours. I sat in a control room. I learned about computer. I learned about the system. I, I learned how to run it. Um, and it was it was stressful because I didn't burn that. And I was like a dog that didn't get to go for a walk. So I started reading into like isometrics and things like that. And taking advantage of the situation you're in, you can still figure out how to do exercise. I think I've shifted that that uh, that perspective at this point and started to look at my life like that right now. What am I doing and how can I make it benefit me more 
so that I don't have to take an hour out of my day and dedicate it to exercise. But at some point, I think I want to. I think I want to. Um, I'm I'm kind of motivated to do it, uh, but it sucks to get started, guys. It really does. So, um, James says kids and I walk wearing reflective vests and Crusher's service vest is reflective. We have reflective vests. We have, but man, dude, if you walking on this road is is terrifying sometimes. Corey and I actually laughed about it for two days, two days in a row. Um, the other day we were walking, it was an afternoon walk. No, it was morning walk, bright, bright, not sun, like glaring in people's eyes, not frosted over windshields. We were walking back and a car was coming at us, an SUV. It was coming at us. And it's, this is a two lane road, two cars, two normal size cars fit next to each other. Two big trucks, you kind of get off to the edges uh, so you don't hit each other. So it's 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 not a, like a huge road, but people go 45, 50, 30, depends on the person. We were walking and an SUV started, was coming at us. And we always watch, like we warn each other, like if there's somebody coming behind, like we, we communicate, we try to get off the road as much as we can. <clears throat> Most of the places we can get way off the road and not worry about it. So we slide over as this SUV is coming at us and all of a sudden it like literally, it doesn't like start, start veering across the road. Not like just slowly, like they turned the wheel and aimed right at us. Like if, if I thought somebody had it out for me here, I would think that they were targeting us and they were coming at us looking straight at us. And we realized it's an old lady. And I think what happened was she was looking at the dogs and she just literally turned and was driving at where she was looking. Now, this terrifies the shit out of me, A, because I don't want to get hit. But B, is this what she does when she looks at everything while she's driving? Like, does she automatically, like, when her eyes go, does the wheel go? Because it was it was terrifying. Corey, Corey almost went down, down the ravine. Like she took the dogs down into the ditch and then there's this, there's a hump and then a huge ravine. Like she was on her way, ready to like dive over it. I think lady all of a sudden like snapped too. And she like whipped it out and went straight down the road and went by. But I was like, God damn lady. It was, it was, it was nerve wracking for a couple minutes there. I thought we were going down. I, I, I thought that was the end guys. Uh, and she was, she was going at a pretty good clip. I don't know. It would have had been definitely some maneuvering to get around her. But anyway, I just wanted to mention uh, the exercise. You can find it anywhere, guys. You can really find it. Um, you can do it anytime. Uh, isometrics, look it up. Uh, negative, uh, what is it? Reverse, reverse stress. Uh, I can't remember what it was called. But, uh, but a theory of exercise, just tensing your muscles holding them, releasing them, doing stuff like that. If you're sitting down, standing up and stretching, uh, doing body weight squats, like that's my avenue to explore exercise beyond what I talked about today is all going to be calisthenics, uh, all body weight stuff, because I don't need to carry any equipment around for it. And I need, I could do it anywhere. Like if I wanted to, if we were parked in a campground or if we were parked in the middle of the woods, uh, I don't need electricity. I don't need any equipment. I, I will just figure out that routine to do on my own. So. <laughs> uh, 
James says, yes, you always steer where you look. Keep your eyes on the path, not on the hazards. I don't steer where I look. What? No. <laughs> if I store, if I, if I, if I turn the steering wheel everywhere I look while I was driving, holy shit. <laughs> holy shit. Oh, man, man. But anyway, beyond that, let's uh, let's see what's going on. Um, last night we took off. We went and we've sold enough hats that we went and uh, re-upped our profit into more yarn. Uh, I don't know if I mentioned it, but we started having some issues with our machine and dug in and are trying to decide if the, something's wrong with the machine or it was the yarn we were using because we found a lot of information about um, the particular machine we have doesn't like some yarns. So we were doing an experiment. We went, we bought uh, several types, uh, new types, several types uh, of different brands, different weights, different styles of yarn, and uh, also picked up some that we used before, right? To see, to see if it would work. Um, and then we have a plan going forward that if it doesn't work, we're going to just get another machine and, uh, and see, see what's going on there. But anyway, we're putting together goals for, uh, goals for the hat, the hat stuff, uh, the hat biz and a bunch of other things. I'm working on a bunch of goals, you know, it's new year's and that's what you do. Don't need to start them on new year's, but, uh, definitely a good idea to start thinking, uh, what you want to do in the next 12 months. So I think uh, we'll probably announce a bunch of goals and uh, set goals and stuff like that on that New Year's program. It seems appropriate that uh, wrap up that 600 episodes, move forward uh, with all sorts of stuff in the new year and goals we are setting to achieve. Uh, probably set some stuff uh, as far as hat sales, um, YouTube subscribers, YouTube downloads, monetization stuff, cash flow. Uh, I have all sorts of uh, lists on my phone that I'm kind of tinkering around with goals. So we'll uh, we'll hold on to them until the next, uh, till that episode at the end of the year. But anyway, we went down to Walmart and uh, that was the closest place to go get some yarn. And it was a, it was a trip. It was a, it definitely an interesting experience. Um, Corey said no more going to Walmart after dark. I, I usually go... What's that? Of course, it was only 5 p.m. She's she's curious what happens at uh, at 8, 9, 10, midnight or at, or later. Uh, but I usually go during the day. Uh, my trips to Walmart when I was getting groceries were like midday, late morning, uh, which it is pretty empty usually. But I've, I've ceased going to Walmart for groceries. I, I go to Kroger now because it's fantastic absolutely fantastic if you uh if you have a kroger near you and you don't like where you grocery shop give uh give kroger a try and if you don't like kroger i don't know i don't know good luck good luck but uh i like it i like it walmart though last night just a just a, a shit show of um interesting characters to say the least to say the least so we picked up a bunch of different colors a bunch of different styles we're going to pound those out i'm thinking that um right now we've dialed in that we will be selling the hats um, primarily on Etsy, peer-to-peer, -peer, um, just email uh, messaging, things like that. I also will put them on the Lots Project website, the, the store there. Um, the shop will have its own listing there and we'll probably stick to those. 
I am contemplating the idea of TikTok live uh, and doing lives when we're making our hats, uh, when we're sitting here making the hats, uh, working on that stuff, sewing on patches once we get patches done, things like that. I'm going to go probably live on TikTok and, uh, and, and talk about that and try to drive sales because we can also list them right there on TikTok, sell them directly during the live stream. So that's going to kind of be the, I think that's going to be the MO. We'll, uh, Corey and I are going to discuss that a little bit more probably tonight when we're pounding out hats. But I wanted to say, I think as, uh, as um, a courtesy to the people that, that join the Telegram group, join the, join the Telegram channel, I think as we as we knock out hats, they're going to get listed there and not listed, but just posted there uh, for your for your early, early purchasing. Um, if you want one that I post, uh, you'll have like 24 hours. I think I'll throw them up there when they're done. And then the next day or the day after that, they will get listed on uh, on those sales outlets. So I don't know. It's just a it's just a nice way to say thanks to you guys and give your first pick on anything we make because pretty much everything that's going to come out is going to be custom, one of a kind. Really, we can try to match it as much as we want, but every single one is is handmade, so they're just uh, one of a kind, one of a kind. So more on that coming forward. We are we're going to build this thing up. We're gonna we're gonna see what we can do. We put sixty bucks into this little side hustle. We're gonna see what we can build it up to. Uh, we did talk goals and uh, expectations yesterday, which is really good to do at the beginning of something like this to see if it's worth it or not. And I mean, we set a lofty goal for ourselves. And, uh, and like I said, we'll share that next week on Sunday. But I think we can do it. I think we can do it. And I think if we I think if we hit half the goal we're talking, uh, we'll be happy and it'll it'll be a great start. If we hit the goal that uh, that we want, it'll be an awesome start. And if the thing falls apart, man, we had 60 bucks into it. So. It was fun. It was fun. And our ears will be warm. Our ears will be warm. Um, other than that, I, uh, I think that's about what I got on the list here. Uh, sold, uh, sold the silver yesterday. Thank you. Thank you for, for that. Uh, that had been put away in the safe and really just uh, sitting there for uh, uh, occasions when people ask if, uh, if they have any available and uh, pulling them out for in-person events, uh, barter blankets, or things like that. Um, unique, unique is code for poor quality control. Um, I don't know about that, man. I don't really know about that. Um, every every skein of yarn is different, so it that's uh, that's not in my in my wheelhouse. If you uh, if you hand spin yarn, is it all the same? I don't know. I don't know. Good morning, John. John Palmer, thanks for swinging in later. I appreciate that. Hope everything is going with you, good with you. Uh, but with the silver that I was mentioning, I do have a couple sets left. Uh, sets, uh, one ounce and one half ounce numbered sets. I uh, have some in the mid-teens um, left, and they are going to go back in the safe. I think I also have one uh, single ounce left. One single ounce left, if you're interested in that. You can reach out to me. You can send me a direct message on Telegram. <coughs> Hunter, I can always just let you know. I can always just let you know uh, the hats. I can send them to you personally if you're looking for. Or I, I do take custom orders. I, I did throw that out there. Not sure what the turnaround time would be on that. Depends on if we have that color yarn. If we have uh, have what you want. If we don't, 
I'd be happy to try to figure it out, try to get it. And I just can't promise that that's going to happen overnight. Uh, but yeah, I can take pre-orders for anything that you're looking for. So just reach out. You can reach out to me, Telegram, email, uh, through the contact form on the website, Facebook, Noster. Every, I mean, if you can't find me, there's uh, there's definitely some, uh, you have some internet issues for sure. So anyway, guys, we're going to wrap it up here. We're going to have Friday tomorrow. Um, I don't know if we're going to... Um, I don't know if we're going to do a drawing tomorrow or not. I don't know. I don't know. We will see. I'm trying to kind of ride out the rest of the rest of the year here with these variety shows. I really like them. I like the smaller topics um, and the the hit it and and move on and the interaction with the live live stream crew is uh, is really my favorite. So we will see. We will see. Um, James says in manufacturing, it's a way to sell bad products. I get it. I get it. But yarn, but with yarn, watch the dye lots. Yeah, Corey is very, very experienced with large, uh, large yarn projects and has to buy all the yarn at the same time. I was just, I was just saying when they're handmade, they're handmade and they are unique. But regardless, we're going to wrap it up today, guys. I hope you, uh, I hope you consider showing up tomorrow. If you want to participate in those live comments, you can always join the live recording Monday through Friday at 6 a.m. Central on YouTube, Facebook, Twitch, and Twitter. If you enjoyed the show, please consider sharing it with others. You can find links to all my social media services I offer, recommended products, and companies I'm affiliated with at thelotsproject.com. Be sure to listen on one of your favorite podcasts, 2.0 Value for Value podcast players like Podverse or Fountain.fm. Make it a great day, guys. It's Thursday. It is Friday Eve. Knock it out of the park today. You got one more and then it is the holiday weekend. Hey, maybe a lot of people have Friday off because of Christmas Monday. I don't know. Have a good Thursday and we'll talk to you tomorrow. I can feel the light. I can feel the sound.